0: comment and share. folks little melancholic music there a little melancholic music it's a melancholic kind of day it's wednesday it's all cloudy and rainy here in Nueva york i wasn't feeling quite well this morning i had to cut the morning show uh off early it was only 19 minutes into it and i messaged cj and let him know hey man i'm not feeling a little nauseous and whatnot uh still recovering from leg day maybe that, that that's that's what probably did me in <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm back to being my beastly self, man. It's, it's ra- it's ra- yeah, I was gonna say I had—I I didn't hear the show this morning. I had no idea you were. Uh... Oh, I, had a, I had a monster leg day, dude. Crazy today. I was just throwing around. Uh, first time back doing dumbbells, throwing around 85 pounds like they were rag dolls.
1: Slowly Thank getting you. my
0: way back up to 150 pound dumbbells, Frank. I can do it. I- <laughs> dude you're genetic i'm jealous of your genetics it's the like, dude it's the polynesian i'd have to work family. i'd have to be injecting testosterone it's, into my eyelids to get my arms that big dude it's the it's the polynesian Samoan side, bro that's what Yeah, it your
2: arms are like even when you're not working out your arms are big
0: yeah it's just it's crazy it's crazy but you know who's who's here you know who's got some big charts and some big arms right now it's they got, got some nick. big things going on got some big things Under going on, on nick a <laughs> specialist you got cryptos the aka the Nekos, aka the Black Cat of Cryptos himself. He's the Jet Lee of Cryptos, folks. That's who he is. He's the, he's hey the guys. That's, racist. <laughs> That's racist. Hello, That's guys. Racist. Hello. Guys, I mean, uh, Bitcoin up, Bitcoin down. What are we going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh,
2: well, I mean, uh, we're looking at a lot of volatility. Um, if you look, if you kind of go back out to the daily chart, um, it actually does look a little concerning. Um, I Last night, was like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm seeing what could be quite the fall. Um, it just really depends on what happens with ETF news. Even if, let's just say, like, the ETF was delayed or denied, uh, we're not going to know that for 10 days. And I think that some of the big boys... Are probably going to you know pay off whatever new news agency to put out some kind of positive ETF news, and to get people to buy so that they can sell into it. So there's a really good chance we could have like a run up at any given time. Just some positive article comes out on CoinDesk. Um, You know, I mean, it's like ETF is the biggest meme in the world right now. It's uh, you hear the you know people see ETF and they 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 flip out like. (laughs) <laughs> like the guys, there are how many ETFs right now that are being filed for for permission? There's not just this one. There, you know, the, the ETF that matters. There's supposed to be an announcement by August 10th as to whether or not it's the ETF that's being proposed by, I believe, both CME, CBOE, the big boys. We're talking about the Chicago Merc- Mercantile Exchange and the Chicago Board of Investors. Um, You know, these are the ones who are doing the futures market with Bitcoin already. And so I believe they're proposing an ETF. And um, the decision of that ETF is really what's going to make, I think, the biggest difference here. Um, You know, the Winklevosses, they did their ETF proposition like last year or sometime. They got denied. They refiled. They got uh, denied. I mean, that's old, old news. But like a few days ago, all of a sudden, like this is back on the 25th or 24th, something like that um you know the news got put out oh etf denied winklevoss
1: twins like well the, their update their update was denied recently
2: yeah i mean it, but it's not even the etf that's going to make the biggest difference i mean yeah it's sure it's bad news but we kind of already knew they were going to be denied they've been denied already so people just you know they see etf and then they they do backflips and sell everything and it's just really sad that people are, are so easily led down the uh, path to slaughter but um, you know, as a trader, I just don't get too upset about that. I just understand that that's how it is and I try to trade along with it. Um, so on Bitcoin right now, um I'm a little bit flat. I do think we're going to see upside, but I think we might see downside first, then maybe some up and then um I actually do have an opinion on what's going to happen on August 10th. And that opinion is shared over at the Watch Us Trade room. Um Sounds like a pretty, pretty Sounds like a pretty, uh, uh, pretty uh, a pretty uh, Group to, be in. group to be in it's a pretty good group how yeah, does someone we, get involved in that you go
1: over to uh what is it uh z what's the url the url is um i actually just do remain calm school.com trade that's my personal favorite um but in the description guys is the um link to the watches trade room um i wanted to touch base on on back to what you were talking about in regards to the etfs guys uh so just to clarify with everybody for starters, um, yes, just like Cowboy said, there are multiple ETF proposals out there, guys, um, and most of them are actually gonna play out in September. Um, so the one that everybody's really bullish on is the Eck and SolidX ETF proposal. The reason why everybody's bullish on this is because both of those, um, I guess both of those foundations, you wanna call them, or whatever you wanna call them, um, they, uh, they have submitted proposals individually beforehand. They submitted proposals for ETFs, and they were both denied individually. Now, they have decided to combine forces together and pitch a proposal jointly. This is why everybody's really, really bullish about them because, one, obviously, they're a uh, very large foundation, but two, because they have both been through the ringer and they have both, um, you know, had comments made by the ETF uh, council or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, so so they're waiting um, to hear back on their proposal, their, their joint proposal, which is that one is going to be um, up for debate on august 10th so let's just not get this confused guys this is you know there's a ton of different etfs out there most of them are actually getting played out in september around um starting from september 15th all the way to september 21st this is the only one that's going to be played out on august 10th guys so just know that let's just say um this gets rejected let's just say it gets rejected guys it isn't the end of the world etfs are around the corner and there's going to be a ton um, of various um, proposals out there, so let's not like let's not get that mixed up.
2: Yeah, it's helpful. Yeah, that is very helpful. Um, so, all right, well, we have uh, some some actual good now. Z, a the, the a lot of the word out there is that these ETFs that we're talking about right now are somehow relative to you know CBOE CME. Now, do I have that information incorrectly?
1: Um, they are related to them um, in a certain sense. Some people um, some people are, are – I think they're assuming that CBOE uh, will be the only um, entity out there that's going to be offering ETFs later um, in a larger amount. But remember, these ETFs, guys, are um, – they are, they are worth 25 or 26 Bitcoin each, so it's a much larger amount. Which is why um, the volatility aspect, and which is why the concerns from the SEC are um, are are merit, I guess, in this sense, because you're not, now you're talking about a massive sum of money. Before, um, I think right now the note is worth futures notes are worth like what five or six uh, Bitcoin right now. Nice. Um, so this is a very very massive jump, and and manipulation um, is is their biggest concern.
2: Yeah, I think that's legit. I mean, you know, say what you want about regulators. I I look at things from a very pragmatic point of view, right? So uh, regulators are bad, regulators this and that. Well, okay, maybe they're bad. Maybe they're evil. I don't know. However, on the surface, their job, as as pertains to the American public, their job, their actual description is to protect the American people from being scammed. And I'm not going to talk about what really goes on there, but at least if they're not doing that, then they are highly like questioned, Uh, you know, heads roll, things like that. So if they bring something into the market that has a ton of manipulation and people get screwed, then it's going to be like, Hey, you guys said, this is okay. Oh, SEC said I could invest in this. They put their stamp on it. How come they're not doing their job? And, you know, so no one's going to (laughs) like, I don't think the SEC would jeopardize their job unless they could, you know, go through the process and make sure they can handle it and, Um, you know, so that's, that's kind of my read on it. Um, but that's, those are the two that people are bullish on. A lot of people think these ETFs are going to be approved. Um, so I think time will tell on that. And again, I have a a more thought out opinion on that and I'm kind of, you know, I mean, it's very possible this could get approved, but for the uh, full opinion, go to the link in the description actually. And, uh, you know, that that's going to make a huge difference. I can tell you whatever happens on August 10th, if it doesn't happen before, is going to make a massive, massive difference, I believe, in the price of Bitcoin. I think that we'll see it either go up really hard or down pretty hard. Um, and that's, that's where I'm going to leave it.
1: Yeah, no, it, exactly, guys. And, you know, I, I spoke about this the other day um, uh, on with Jason. If you have to look at the entire uh, plane, guys, you have to look at the entire, like, what, what are other countries doing, you know? fixated on the country that they live in you know the regulations that they imply right we're talking about the ets we're talking about sec and this and that right none of this matters guys to for example china china doesn't give a shit about etfs part of my language you know doesn't really care um, my virgin ears <laughs> you know korea doesn't care these these other big countries they don't care guys um, you know whether america wants to um follow suit and wants to um, you know be in front of the crypto game You know, it's their choice, but but China is going to be in front of it. Korea is going to be in front of it. India now is starting to become in front of it. Um, You know, the U.S. isn't stupid, guys. They are going to want to follow what the big boys are doing. They're going to not only want to follow, but they're also going to want to try to lead. Um, So, you know, that's why I personally think that ETFs are going to be bullish, whether it's this one or whether it's the next ones, guys. I personally think ETFs are going to be bullish because it's in their it's in their, uh, I guess, like favor to um, to allow them to, to to be approved. It's it's just in their favor. It's more money coming in. It's allowing the U.S. to be in front of the game, trading notes that are worth 25, 26 Bitcoin at a time. You know, it's in their favor to do so. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, that's uh, – I'd say <laughs> –
1: <laughs> that's just my opinion, not financial advice, guys. You, you know, you, you, you know the whole scramble, um but but yeah, you know that's just that's just my opinion. Hey, I'm just, I'm just a cat, guys. I'm just a cat. Yeah,
2: you're just a cat. I'm just, just a girl.
1: just a cat on the internet. I'm just a purple cat, bro. I'm not even. I'm, I'm a purple cat, guys. Come on, with with, with, with a very geometrical face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so that's a that's a pretty that,
2: that's a lot of good info on Bitcoin chart wise um, This is what I have. So I'm gonna explode this out and um, You can actually see this update on uh, on our channels um, We are in an upward channel. Okay, so and I'm gonna zoom out a little bit so we can see that um, You know, we've been kind of crawling up this channel for some time. This is uh, since the beginning of July um, we had our big bullish, you know period right here from uh, the 16th until about 24th. So we had this big bullishness Now we're kind of, you know, retracing now after a period of bullishness, there tends to be retracement. Uh, it's a natural thing. It's what we need. And if you take a look at this, um, your support levels right now are about to be met. So if we, if we can hold right here at this 7,400 kind of support area, if we fall out of the upward channel, then, um, you know, we it could go either way. It could go up, it could go down. Um, You know, this arrow is obscured here, but we have an up option, down option. And I think the news is what's really going to make the biggest difference. Um, And the same can happen is if we crawl up this channel. And so this does account for the next several days, just in case we, you know, hear something from the news about how um, something happens and, you know, they could give us some etf that has nothing to do with the ones that z covered and people just flip out and sell everything um or it could be some other bullish event like oh well you know this person in the sec has hinted that you know um so these are the kinds of things that actually can drive price um and we're i mean really I, we're at the mercy of that right now um you know 7400 is though a, a bit of a, a stronger support at least um Right now, you know, as, as the most recent price action dictates. And then below that's about 1600 um, So if we fall, those are the levels we fall to in the near term. Um, so that's my read on it. And a lot of it is going to be fundamentally based. A lot of the price action is going to be fundamentally based over the next few days. A uh, manipulation from the big boys that push the price around, which is very common as well. Um, so there you have it. Um, I, I, I kind of think that before August 10th, my gut tells me that there is going to be one more time where the big boys want to come to the table, push everything up and uh, sell into it before the August 10th thing. So I think we could see a run up uh, before that time. The good news is that with Bitcoin sort of like having gone up to this 8000 and stayed above it for a while and now we're sort of you know, consolidating in the 7s after being in the 5s and 6s for so long, um, that's when the alts start to kind of play. So we have been getting some major alt wins. I mean, I called a couple that, that, you know, we expected to take a few weeks to hit their targets. We had some midterm calls and they hit within like a day. Um, so that's nice uh, to have your, your midterm calls kind of uh, play out at least to one or two targets within a day. So we, we've had a lot of wins um, right around here. We had a couple that stopped out. So that's why we use stop losses and Bitcoin freaked out. And uh, we had just a couple of small, uh, coins stop out, so you know we uh, we win more than we lose, and our losses are small and our wins are big. So you know our bags inflate. That's the way it
1: works. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know my my honest opinion, guys, is that I you know at the end of the day, whenever I'm in doubt with any sort of um, well with the market, I guess I stick in Bitcoin. You guys have heard me say this many times before. When in doubt, you stick with Bitcoin. But the reason for it is I just want to keep. Uh, my satoshi value intact meaning that whether it's usd value goes up or down i believe that bitcoin will be worth you know 20k in the future i'm not going to say it's going to be worth 100k in the future but 20k in the future me 25k 30k and um that's essentially what i want to stack up as much as possible is bitcoin so um you know if i'm not very active in trading which like for example if i if i need to go off and, and create some more content for you guys or I'm, um, you know, I'm going to sleep that night. Uh, I'm going to stick in Bitcoin personally, just because I don't have that time to monitor it, and um, it's the safest bet in this volatile market. All coins right now, with the market the way it is, um, you can get nice gainers like we've been doing for the last two to three days. However, um, just as quickly as they go up, they go back down really quickly, which is why we set those stop losses. Why we have those strategies in play where we have trailing stop losses and we can lock in profit. Um, all these things are available in the Watchers Trade Room, and, and and these and you know all of it gets stopped out into Bitcoin. At the end of the day, we stick in Bitcoin. At least that's what I do.
2: Well, that's what it's what I usually do. Um, there have been times when you know I will choose coins that actually stop into Tether, which I don't like to use Tether. In fact, as soon as it's in Tether, I take it right back out of Tether. And I put it, uh, you know, there's a couple ways to do it. There's US dollars, there's true USD, TUSD, which is less FUD than Tether. Um, A lot of people use Tether, I just never advocate it. So that being said, um, sometimes I do stop into Tether if I feel that the market is bearish, if I think Bitcoin is going down. Um, Yesterday, what happened was uh, we were kind of at this range right here and we had a little bit of a slide. And, um, some people got out up here nicely and I actually was sticking in Bitcoin until about 7,700, um, and 7,700 I sold and then it started to go up and, and you know, like everybody's freaking out. Oh, it's going up. I'm losing Satoshi. I'm losing Satoshi. Um, you know, and then it like dipped and it went down. And so I, I bought back in a little early. I didn't think it, I should have stuck with my gut. You know, I always have a problem where I listen to other people's TA instead of my own and then like they're wrong um and so basically i knew it was going to go down at least to like mid 75s um there's a pretty strong order block from the mid 74 to 75s so what that means is that there are a lot of people who are ready to buy around that area so they they keep the price up and i knew it was going to fall that far and i just didn't you know i didn't listen to my gut and i got in but i still won i got out at like 7700 i bought back in on an average of about six uh so um you know i mean look there are a lot of ways to do it. It, it, And, uh, you know, I think if you really believe in Bitcoin and if you really believe that uh, it is the future as I do, um, then yeah, I mean, sticking in Bitcoin would be sort of like the conservative matter based on that school of thought. Um, I'm a little bit less conservative. If I think I see a big drop in Bitcoin, I get out like I did at 10,000. And then I got back in at about, I forget now, but I think I got in at 7,000. And so I actually gained like 30% Satoshi doing that. Um, and then I got out at 73 and I got back in at 64. So I was actually able to increase my Satoshi severely doing that. Um, not everybody wants to do that. And again, um, you know, if people who stick in Bitcoin, it, it, there's one thing for sure. If you stay in Bitcoin, your Satoshi is not going to change. That's there's, you know, so that's one way to look at that. Um, mm-hmm. So does anybody have anything they want to see right now?
1: Yeah, let's take a look at uh, Litecoin, ADA, um... Uh, what's it called? Uh, um XRP actually looks pretty good right now. Um XRP does not look bad. XRP is currently bull flagging and on the bigger on, on the bigger uh longer periods it's actually curling slightly up, which is actually a good sign. Um even though it's you know it's retraced a lot. XRP is now in the five K SAT region.
2: Um So we'll take a look at Litecoin first. What we see with Litecoin is when it hits a uh, support, it'll bounce. Um, Here is an example of this. Um, We hit a support down here, and we also hit one right here. This is in the past, everybody. Um, And the current support that we're hitting is right about roughly here. So I'm going to zoom into this area so we can see what happens with Litecoin and with most cryptos when they hit a support. Even bearish cryptos are going to have bullish moments. And when you hit a support, this Litecoin back in um, June 26th hit a support, rocketed up, and went all the way up from 12500 uh, 12, ish stats all the way up to thirteen five. So that's like a... I don't know, 9% increase in Litecoin in Satoshi. That's in terms of Bitcoin. And then it fell again. And then it went down and it hit 11.7 Satoshi and it went up to about 12.6. Again, another 9-ish percent gain right there bouncing off the of support. And then it just dove all the way down to where it is now, which is roughly 0.01. 0.01 is probably a psychological um, deal. It is looking bullish at the moment based on that. Um, so if you look, and this is on the daily um, so you're double bottoming essentially on RSI, which means that it is oversold um, The Mac looks really good on this um, Why am I not seeing the histogram? Oh here it is um, Now the bars are getting shorter on histogram, but we're seeing a, It's hard to, to really see here um, But basically even if I blow the screen up, it's gonna be hard to see but there's a slight deceleration in length of bar I mean eh. It, it, it looks good. Histogram looks looks bullish. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and this looks really bullish. Your stochastic RSI, this is this to me is like, if this line goes up just like maybe to this mid center right there, it's going to be one of the most bullish like scenarios you can see in stochastic RSI. Um, so, you know, we could see a little run. Um, the next two areas I would expect to see a retracement for Litecoin would be here. And if we run past that, it would be here. So your numbers as far as retracement, um, are going to be, maybe we, we might run up to like 0.0105, that's a 5% gain. Um, we may even run up to 0.0111, which is roughly an 11% gain. Uh, from candle body. we can even get a bigger gain. But, you know, from this point, it's going to be a bit less, actually, because we're not at the bottom of this line. So long story short, um, you know, we could see a little bit of gain right here. I don't see it like getting any farther than here, though. Definitely not farther than... .012. If it went up to .012, that's going to be like unexpected bullishness in my estimation. Um there is only one exception to that and that is if Crypto Neco Z can tell me that there is some kind of fundamentals that I do not know about.
1: No, there's there's nothing right now that I see um with Litecoin. You know, we we we've talked about this a few times now guys. Um, nothing has really changed. And, uh, I don't, and I don't think it's going to change for a little bit. Um, they did announce some sort of wallet integration with HTC or something like that. I, once again, guys, you know, um, if you actually, so, so the reason why I have an issue with that is because people are like, oh, this is gonna be great for the, um, the average user, right? Guys, if you actually look at Litecoin on CoinMarketCap, this is something you guys can look at. Um, you go to markets, And you actually look at how much money is coming in with USD. That means people are actually using their US dollars to buy Litecoin. It's dropping more and more and more. We've talked about this in the past before. Um, right now, if you actually look at USD with Coinbase, it is $9 million of transactions that happened with Litecoin guys, $9 million. And then now Bitfinex is down to 6.5. If you actually look at our previous shows, we've talked about this in which Litecoin was at 14 million, at 20 million, at 25 million in transactions. Remember, this is not just buying, guys. This is selling as well. And um, it has just significantly dropped, like significantly dropped, guys, um, to a very, very uh, terrible degree. And it's just showing that no one is actually interested in buying Litecoin with dollars. And people are just swinging in and out of it. Just to make a buck. And that uh right there is a bearish sign, guys, especially since Litecoin is available on ninety-nine point like nine percent of exchanges out there. Litecoin has all the tools it needs to rise up, but it's not rising up because its fundamentals are not good right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's uh I think that Litecoin, so I, I compare Litecoin to Mopars. mopars is like Dodge Cheap, um, you know, that whole group Chrysler. And Mopar, um, they make great muscle cars, whatever. But I mean, as far as the business model and as far as like the quality of their vehicle, uh, it seems to me that they just have more problems than other cars historically. Um, but what they do have is an amazing distribution channel. And so you have companies like Mercedes and Fiat wanting to partner with them and partnering with them. So, you know, Litecoin, I see the same way. I see the fundamentals at this point are lacking. They, they have had moments where the fundamentals were good. Right now, they're not, in my opinion. This is all just opinion. None of it's investment advice. Um, you know, so basically what I see is, yeah, it's on Coinbase. Um, you know, so your average person is going to see like a, a little bit of a rise and they're going to want to buy into it. They don't really know anything about charting fundamentals and they just see, oh, it's Litecoin, you know. Um, so it's got a name, it's got visibility, it's got a little bit of network effect. I don't see, think a lot of people are really using Litecoin for transactions anymore, but, um, I don't see it. I, it used to be like, you know, Litecoin, oh yeah, we'll take Litecoin and I'm just not seeing it as much. Um, I know Litepay failed, uh, Litepay was a big deal and I want to say that was back in like May or something where, um, you know, the, it didn't go through, whatever was going to happen didn't happen. And, you know, so anyway, I think Litecoin uh, is great maybe later, uh, right now I'm not interested in trading it so that's that
1: correct exactly so um you know guys it like you know we keep talking about this before it's like a broken record now but you know you, technology has to continuously move forward in order for it to be uh relevant and and you know in the in the limelight and litecoin is just at the moment not doing the best out there but that, that that that's all it's all really guys um Answering a few questions real fast, um, in regards to uh, ICX, Lee, ICX is actually still brewing in the background. Once again, they have not announced um, uh, a lot of things. You know, they were supposed to announce a bunch of ICOs being released on its platform. Um, They were going to, um, uh, uh, you know, have these massive partnerships come in. And I think when the bear market kind of took place, um, a lot of these things got put on hold. Quite honestly, I think with ICX, I love ICON. I think ICON is a great project. But... I think that um because the bear market came in, investors got scared, they pulled out money and a lot of these things fell through for ICX. So right now ICX is something that I'm not touching. I have not touched for a while, but I think it is still a fantastic coin. Um has a lot of hype behind it and um I think in the future it will rise up. Remember at ICX at one point was like worth like 7 bucks or something and now it was now it's worth like ugh, now it's worth $1 and 18 cents. So ICX to the moment is not doing very well, guys. Once again, back to pretty much um, uh, listing on the exchange down to 455 million market cap, um, it is significantly dropped. And the b- reason for it also, once again, is because no updates, um, lack of money in, in a sense, in my opinion, and, uh, and lack of communication. So even the best projects guys have these issues. And this is why for us, Trading is so important and for us, not getting married to a coin is so important because, for example, I love Icon. I could have easily been like, I'm going to ride Icon from the beginning when it was first listed out all the way to the top and then ride it all the way back down, guys. I could have just been married to it because at the end of the day, on paper, theoretically, it's an amazing, amazing coin. Everything checks out with it. However, we don't do that as traders we don't get married to coins and what that's given us is that that's given us the ability to preserve profit
2: yeah i mean to look at it from a charting perspective um the 100 percent retracement from its most recent run is way up here and we did bounce off that um you know but that's it i mean (laughs) we didn't really have any stops on the way down we just basically bounced off the 100 more or less and we've just been falling falling now we're already falling through the 6.8 i mean um, you know, to go back to the beginning and look at the entire chart, we're approaching territory where, well, we essentially are in territory, in my opinion, where it's just unknown what the, uh, what the price discovery is. Like, um, you know, we could, if we'd stopped around say 2,500 Satoshi at this support right there, maybe here, maybe there, um, you know, we, we did bounce there essentially, we bounced there a couple times. We had a little play right here, but it didn't come back up. And because it didn't come back up, now we are in sort of a free fall. It's a slow, it's a wedge. I mean, we're gonna see some kind of a bounce at some point. People like Icon, um, we're, we're going more and more and more into oversold territory. Like we'll see a bounce, kind of like we see with Litecoin, you know, um, like these little bounces right here. We're gonna see another version of that at some point. But I, I mean, based on that chart, that looks horrendous. I would not be trying to find any bounces. I mean, that's just, that's terrible. Um, So who wants to see what else?
1: Um, Let's take a look at uh, ADA, please.
2: Oh yeah, I was looking at that earlier, actually. Um, You know, ADA, okay, so we talked about this like yesterday or the day before, I think Monday. Um, The issue I have with coins that have recently ran is that you have people who bought at the top and now they're holding it all the way down. So when you wanna go back up, those people who recently bought, they feel burned and they're probably gonna wanna sell on the way up. So even if we have a bounce and things kind of go bullish, you're gonna have a lot of bag holders just ready to sell into you. Um, Now, if it was an old run and everything kind of evened out and there wasn't another run in between and we've actually bottomed out over a longer period of time, that's a little bit different. Um, You know, after about the 200-day um, you know, kind of area, um, what we look at here is that's when the sting kind of goes away, um, after like, say a little over half a year, um, the sting of having bought high and, you know, that, that goes away. So people are not quite as worried about selling, you know, they, they didn't just buy it last week. Right. So we had this massive run, like a week and a half, two weeks ago with this Coinbase business and, you know, people bought it and people FOMO'd and now they want out. So, I mean, I wouldn't be buying ADA. Um, not for anything besides a very short run, maybe on a margin account, because I just don't see it going anywhere in, you know, with any real movement. Like we'll probably see some short-term stuff that I'm going to describe right now based on say the one hour chart. But, um, other than that, I mean, you yeah, know, you know, what we're looking at in my opinion is like a bear flag. Um, so it, you know, I'd say this is very bear flag Um, once this volume drops and drops off to nothing. Then what you're going to see is this sort of pattern where you have this kind of you know uppy downy. Um, that's a very very professional term by the way, everybody. Uppy downy. That's that's what we say in the trading school. Uppy downy. Um, but we're going to oscillate back and forth within this channel if you want to really talk properly. And then once the volume dies, I believe that the downward momentum enough is going to be enough to take it down about this far. Um, that you know, given that everything kind of plays out like it's playing out right now unless we have some fundamental changes or something else. Um, and part of the reason that I see that happening is because I don't, you know, I'm going to zoom out to the one day timeframe and things just don't look great on the one day. And so the one day is kind of flat on the indicators. Um, we have the MACD kind of flat. It's not really telling us that much. Um, I mean, maybe a slight increase in bullishness, but overall, I'm not that convinced. The bars are still getting longer. They may be getting longer at a slower rate. There might be a deceleration, which is a sign of coming decrease of bearishness. It doesn't mean there's going to be a bullishness. Um, We have RSI that's uh, headed towards the bottom, which most you know usually when we dip into this below 30 on the oscillator, that's when we begin to see some action, and we may very well see a bump. Um, You know, however, look, I mean, to catch bumps on the way down like that. Um, there's not a whole lot of room for profit, not a whole lot. You really have to be on it um, in order to do that. So, we look for assets that actually you could buy into like this week, and it's going to run up for another few weeks. That, that's kind of what we hope for. Um, so, that's what Ada looks like to me right now. It looks like I don't really want to buy it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it just, you know, yeah, you might be able to get from, say, here at, say, 1831. You might be able to get up to like 18, 70, 18, 90. Um, you know, 50 or 60 Satoshi. I mean, this is like, I don't even know what that comes out to Out uh, of 25 into a 200 fourth so like 3% maybe it's just not a good enough risk. It, it could fall out of this anytime it could fall right now. So for a 3% gain, that's a terrible reward uh, risk reward ratio to go down to 1653. So you got 50 Sat's. Versus a negative what is that? Looking like negative two hundred Sats. <laughs> so fifty to negative two hundred is a one to four. You know that's a terrible ratio. Terrible ratio one to four. It's just bad odds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that's that's Ada. Um, does anybody want to see anything else? Um,
1: let's take a look at Vertcoin and uh, Vertcoin and XLM, and uh, that will pretty much be it. Um, UTC, I made some
2: money on Vertcoin back in December. I, I don't trade on um, Bittrex anymore, but Bitcoin or Vertcoin is having quite the bullish moment. Um, one thing I like to see is, you know, we are overall on the daily, we're actually increasing in value. So this is a coin that, like, in terms of Satoshi, I would be relatively comfortable investing in for, say, like a midterm bet. Understanding full well that, you know, say if if Bitcoin freaks out, you know, we might have a bearish moment, but Vertcoin is continuously increasing its value in relation to Bitcoin according to this chart, right? So, you know, we have this little bounce before the big run last year. We bounced here a little bit higher. Um, You know, we're finding support right here. So, for the moment, unless we break through that, we actually have a pretty good idea that Vertcoin is going to continue to increase. Another thing that I'm seeing right here is um, a very large volume spike right here. And that's a buying volume spike. That's a big, big spike. It could have been a pump and dump. Um, You know, we do see a lot of pump and dumps when when Bitcoin kind of stabilizes and there's not a lot of, like Bitcoin just runs up hard and then it's peaked and no one knows what it's going to do next. And so people are just like, got the popcorn out and they're watching and they don't want to enter anything or exit anything. (laughs) And so there's very low volume. And with very low volume, these pump and dump groups, they just go around and find low volume points because they can push them around. And then what they do is they front run. Um, they, they buy it very slowly over like, you know, a few days or whatever um, so that they can get a nice bag of it. And then they start pumping it. And then on like, say on um, either Binance or Vitrex doesn't matter, it'll show up on the top of the list of this massive percent gainer. And then you have people that FOMO and they just all of a sudden they start buying because they think it's going to keep going because it's up like 300%. Um, And then once it gets up there, these people who started the game sell into your bags. That is how pump and dumps work. Um, You know, I know because I had people that wanted me to be involved in that and I won't have anything to do with it. Um, So basically, you know, that could have been what this big spike is. So now if that pump and dump is not or if that spike is not a pump and dump, which I'm very, very suspicious that it is, there's one way to tell. We're on the daily now. If I go to the one hour, we're going to see just how big that spike was. Um, this was pumped if we say it was pumped Um, and it may not have been pumped this might be organic because it's over the space of one two three four five six seven eight like seven or eight hours this got pumped for seven or eight hours so likely this may not this might have been an organic move I mean I find it hard to believe because it's such a massive change in price that's like times two in this market that's That's almost unbelievable. So I'm really on the fence about what that is. The point is, though, is that we are sort of hitting, you know, we're we're maintaining a higher standard right here. Um, You know, if I were to go into Vertcoin right now, um, it's not a very high volume coin. Um, It's old tech. uh, Fundamentally, I'm not as impressed as people were back in December. I'd say maybe a small bet, and a tight stop you know it's not it's not a coin that i would play with right now just that looks way too pumpy dumpy to me that's it occurred over a longer period of time than most and dumps but i just i mean I, in, unless something recently came out about vertcoin unless there are some kind of fundamentals i can look that up um let me see i don't see you hear anything about vertcoin
1: no i haven't heard anything about vertcoin um not not personally it's not it's not a coin i really follow quite honestly I don't.
2: Think um, Cliff, uh, Cliff used to talk about Vertcoin quite a bit. Reason why I don't
1: I don't really trade Vertcoins because it's on Bittrex and I don't deal with Bittrex, But um, but yeah. But anyways, uh, while while he's looking that up, guys. Um, uh, in regards to Mandala, no updates just yet. Um, with Mandala, they are getting their tokens audited and all that good stuff. So everything um, tracks out, guys, because they are going to be an exchange and they're trying to be hundred percent regulated so that you know um, there's no funny business. Um, but in terms of do I think it's going to be a top exchange? It could very well be a top exchange, guys. Remember that there's no 100% um, compliant exchange existing today that offers a security token. So, um, or I should say a dividend token. Um, if they can implement that, then this could be a very big game changer. A very, very big game changer. Um, KYC for MDX coins. Um, if you buy it on Fork Delta, which is available on right now, guys, um, then you do not need to um, KYC. Remember, it's a de- it's a decentralized exchange.
2: All right. So that's nothing coming out on Vertcoin, nothing obvious coming out of Vertcoin. So um, what else do people w- w- want to see one more coin before we uh, end the show, right?
1: Um, yeah, let's take a look. The final coin, let's take a look at um, – let's take a look at – Something good. Let's take a look at a. Uh, let's take a look at Digibyte. I know Digibyte had some movement recently. See, we'll 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 pay attention, attention to
2: that. that. Shares have been moving a lot, um, regardless of like Bitcoin. I kind of like to see that.
1: Okay. Um,
2: so Digibyte is. Uh, I think we talked about this, and since we talked about it, nothing has really changed. Um, to look at it on the daily, you're looking at a giant bull flag. Um, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go with bull flag on that. I mean, yes, we can go with both flag, but that's not going to matter to us like right now, right? So if we're, you know, if you, if you care what happens in six months, then DigiByte probably is going to go up a fair amount. Um, in the short term, uh, it's kind of like hitting this support right here. So it formed a support. Like a support right here, this a bit of congestion, um, some more or less. There's going to be support, and it's bouncing off the cloud, which was actually created by this congestion. Um, so roughly 490, 482. It's 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 in that area. Um, you know, so if we can stay above that level, then the next move might be. We have an kind of this is not an official channel in my opinion there have to be at least three bounces to confirm that this upward this ascending trend line is actually valid um we don't see that many bounces right now so i'm just kind of putting that out there as a possibility um i think i would if i was in digibyte and i was to buy in um i would probably sell before it got too far and i probably would have a stop before it got too far like I'm not liking the risk and reward on Fidgibite right now. It's sort of in a no man's land. Um, it is getting more bullish, but then again, you have this, uh, I mean, it's above the cloud. It's a weak signal, but it is a bear cross, a TK bear cross. Um, so it is signaling a point of exit and had people exited right here, they would be in good shape because it went down. We're having a bounce up in what I think is going to be a fall ultimately to at least this trend line. Um, and, and it may even go below that. And if it did go below that, then, you know, you're going to have your supports that uh, that occurred at the last two local bottoms. Um, There's a local bottom there and a local bottom here. So, you know, that's kind of where your little points where you can see bounces. Uh, So I would be waiting for at least a fall to that trend line. Um, And then I would see if it actually is going to go up. Like I would wait for a nice confirmation of bullishness on the daily chart on a longer chart uh, before I bought into Digibyte. Um, it's having a bullish moment right now though. I mean, that's for sure. You know, it it could very well go up from here. It's just the, the risk to reward ratio to me is not very appealing. Um, I think the most we're going to get out of it, unless we see a lot of bullishness, I think the chances are it's going to stop at about maybe a 10%. You might get a 10% gain out of it, but what you could lose easily is like, I mean, you could lose 50%. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, stop losses are where it's at. So that's how I I look at Digibuy right now. Yep. Unless we see a lot of bullishness. We gotta see a lot of bullishness to get because this this resistance right here is actually coupled with a couple of older resistances. Now these are fading, they're older, but you've got these marks right here, you've got this right there um where it's you know still below this so there's just a lot of resistance up in this area in my opinion we probably would see it on like the four hour um yep yeah, see so here it is you got this cloud right up here so there's a lot of resistance up here to, to break through just doesn't look like a good way to go for me not right now mm-hmm. um, that, that's what I see with Digibyte
1: unless uh CryptoNecos EC something um, No, I, I see the same thing. Um with Digibyte, uh you know, that's another another coin that I don't focus on, guys. Um, you know, a lot of people are bullish on it. Um uh that is not just just not a coin that I that I that I really focus on. And right now the risk reward um to it is not in its favor in my opinion, and so I'm I'm personally not gonna be buying in.
2: A superman loves it.
1: Um, but uh but anyways guys thanks so much i mean i I mean that's uh that's pretty much it yeah that's uh that's closing thoughts i just
2: my you know um just want to appreciate everybody for having the guts to do something uh a little scary uh you know you you take your money you put it in uh you know learning how to trade and you know put it in a risky scenario um i think that's a gutsy thing to do i mean people anybody willing to do that is my hero so um, yeah exactly off to you all
1: Exactly. Um, you know, we we thank you guys for for just sticking around. You know, you guys have been with us uh, for a long time now, uh, since the room has been opened. Um, you know, we we're, we're trying our best to make it um, to give you guys as much material as possible, uh, to make it as affordable as possible, to make it so that you know we accept crypto payments now, right? For three to six months, where you guys can pay for your entertainment with your entertainment. Um, we're trying to just produce as much stuff for you guys to make it as easy, to make it as fair for you guys. Um, you know, unlike a lot of these other rooms guys, you know, um we 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 really try our best. V really cares about your crowd, about his crowd and um and all of you guys. So, you know, definitely check that out guys. The link is in the description below. That's the Watchers Trade Room. We're always inside there. Um we're always posting, we're always giving material out. Uh, we're inside there like 40 lately it's been like 15-16 hours lately a day. Um, yeah. It's been quite a bit. We've been working like some overdrive time because there's been a little bit of a spike in the market where we can make calls in, in, in altcoins. We have been making money and uh, the last week has been really profitable. I know some people have already been paying with uh, Bitcoin for three to six month periods, which is great. Um, they're using their, their gains for that, which is just awesome. Um, so yeah, guys, definitely, uh, definitely check that out. Um, and remember that if this is indeed a bull market, guys, if the bull market does come in play, we will be increasing the price of the room. Um, you know, based on what uh, our competitors are doing, we try to stay about 20% below the competition just because like I said, V cares about his audience and we're, we're here trying to predict, you know, trying to provide something that's fair for you guys. And what we think is the best value for you guys. And, um, you know, it, um, you know, unfortunately, if the rest of the crowd moves up, we will move up with them and there is a chance we could grandfather. in. so please don't wait, guys. Please, you know, check the room out. Um, get in here while, um, you know, gains are being made and, uh, you know, use those gains to paying for, you know, additional months and and you know join the family we've got we've got over 400 people inside that room guys and everybody's always talking it's a really good environment you can ask any questions you guys want there's no such thing as a stupid question and cowboy and i are inside there all the time answering yeah.
0: and the best part is this uh, and, and once you make some serious gains five thousand dollars or more you want to liquidate it just liquidate it through our own platform liquidbase.io liquidbase.io you just uh, go there you fill out the uh, application uh, you upload your kyc documents and uh you're good to go. There's no reporting to any jurisdictional authorities uh, in your neck of the woods, and everything is in full compliance uh, with uh, all the regs and rules of the WTO. Uh, so check it out, liquidbase.io, folks, and that's the way to go. And with that being said, guys, guys, here's the deal. Again, go to the thecryptoschool.io, click on the Watch Us trade room, join it. It's free money being generated. That's at the end of the day, that's what it is. If you're going to get involved in trading, you're going to be doing trading. You're making all sorts of gains here. That is that's money that you're generating, you know, just for spending some time looking at some charts, watching what Z and Cowboy, uh, what what they do. And you mimicking that, getting you some gains, making some coin for you. You now you're creating wealth for yourself. Guys, here's the deal. Folks, we've had people who've had full-time jobs, quit their full-time jobs. This is what they do all day, every day, is trade cryptos with these guys, okay? And a lot of people have paid for one month, two months, three months, six months, a whole year's worth of membership within a couple of days of trading. That's the way these guys operate. You know, th- an opportunity like this is doesn't come around often. If you don't know nothing about cryptos, we have a video education series that will bring you through the whole entire thing, soup to nuts. And then once you're done with that and you're ready to jump in for some training, uh, trading, trading, uh, we have that available. We have the Watchers Trade Room. Go there, get it done. There's very few things out there. You know, you want to talk about cash flow, and people are going to be like, "Oh, okay, I make all these gains." And once you make the gains, liquidate it through liquid base. You liquidate it through liquid base. There's no, uh, you know, 1099 reporting. There's none of that junk going on. You know what you do with your with the money that you get from taxes. That's your business between you and your taxing authority. But at the end of the day. It's money that's being generated for you. It is another passive stream of income. Think about it. If, instead of spending three hours a day you know, after work going to the Macy's perfume aisle so you can work your job as a, as a perfume sprayer or, or any other part-time job uh, that you could be doing, get in the whatchers trade room, start learning how to trade, and next you know you have an income stream. The game is liquidity. The game is income. The game is creating multiple streams of income for yourself with little effort. These guys doing all the work. In other words, here's here's, here's the setup here, folks. It's t- If this is a 10-step process, Z and Cowboy have already taken nine steps. They've already taken nine steps. The only thing that's left is you taking that final 10th. That's simply emulating what these guys are doing. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Make it happen for yourself. Get serious about making a drastic change for your life, whether you do the watch us trade room, and I, and I hope you do it, to create a passive or active income stream for yourself. It's the best way going. It's the best way going, folks. And then liquidate it right through liquidbase.io. And With that being said, folks, we are over and we're out. I'm going go